Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 182. Hands down, the biggest challenge that every single woman entrepreneur has is that we are in our own way. Attention gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. Pursuing your dream can be fun. Whether you have an established business or are looking to start one now, you are in the right place. This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, helping you turn your skill into a flourishing business. Join us for an episode packed full of invaluable guidance, resources, and the support you need to grow your gift biz. Here is your host, gift biz gal, Sue Monheit. Hi there, it's Sue, and thank you so much for taking a little bit of your time and spending it with me today. You are going to be oh so glad you did. The topic we have coming up is a little bit different than what we normally talk about on this podcast, but really significant and important for all of our success as entrepreneurial women. But first, I want to make sure you're familiar with my free Facebook group called Gift Biz Breeze. It's a place where we all gather and are a community to support each other. Got a really fun post in there that's my favorite of the week, I have to say, where I invite all of you to share what you're doing, to show pictures of your product, to show what you're working on for the week, to get reaction from other people, and just for fun because we all get to see the wonderful products that everybody in the community is making. My favorite post every single week, without doubt. Wait, what? Aren't you part of the group already? If not, make sure to jump over to Facebook and search for the group Gift Biz Breeze. Don't delay. Come join us in Gift Biz Breeze today. I believe every single one of us as women who are thinking about starting a business or are already on the way would admit that the joy and the excitement also comes with fear and anxiety and stress. How do you deal with this? Oh my gosh, Gift Biz listeners, I have been anticipating this conversation forever. I want to introduce you to Katie Kremitos. Katie is a mom, wife, podcaster, and business strategist. She's also an adventurer, seeker, and change maker. Katie is committed to brightening the light of women around the world. This is accomplished in two ways. First, through her Biz Women Rock community, which supports women entrepreneurs and most recently through Meditation for Women, which are guided meditations that are specifically created with the special journey of a woman in mind. The meditations are tools to help women reconnect with the divine wisdom already inside of each of us, so we may live our own extraordinary lives. Katie, welcome to the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. Sue, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited too, and I kind of feel like, I don't know if I believe in divine intervention, but (laughs) (laughs) I do. (laughs) I've been following you for a while, and you and I recently met up in person, and you told me about the meditations, and I'm like, oh my gosh, my audience needs to know about this, and that's why we're here today. Perfect timing. See, that wouldn't have been the conversation if had we met in person six months before. <laughs> there you go. Well, I start off in a little bit of a different way because I have a lot of creative people here. So I would like you to describe yourself through the way of a motivational candle. So if you were to create your own candle by color and quote that speaks who you are, what would it look like? 
So I'll start with the quote and then describe the candle. So the quote is a pretty common quote that I think a lot of your listeners will know. And it's the quote that goes, she believes she could, so she did. And my candle would be a bright white light. And this is something that you will get about me as you listen to my meditations. I talk about the white light in all of us. My name, Katie, actually means pure. And my middle name is Lou, short for Lucille. And that means light. And I really feel like who I am in this world is just a bright white light. And so those two things together is very much symbolic of what I feel like I'm here to do and what my highest and best use really is. So I'm curious, did your mom know and have this vision for you? (laughs) She named you or what? (laughs) No, there's a really funny story about that. We were talking about this last night. She got my name. She thought my name was going to be Julie, which is the name of my little sister. And so they were driving to the hospital ready to have me thinking maybe it's Julie. And they heard a radio station. I was born in Tucson, Arizona. And there used to be a radio station called KTKT. And she heard it on the way up to the hospital. And she's like, oh, KT, that's a good name. Let's do that. (laughs) So she changed it right at the last minute. Totally. I was like, well, that ended up working out really well. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's fine. So did you ever tease your sister and say, hey, I almost had your name? Well, it's funny. No, because it's just like, I'm not a Julie. Like, I'm definitely not a Julie. That's not me. And that's so her. So, you know, like everything works itself out. (laughs) Everything does. That's so true. My mom told me that she was going to name me Virginia. Oh, that does not fit for you. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm like, thank you. Not that I have any problems with Virginia's mind. Oh, it's a gorgeous name. Yeah, it was not a fit for me either. So I totally get that. Well, I want to start by just talking a little bit about Biz Women Rock, because I don't know how you started that at all. I've been following you. I know a lot. I'm listening to your podcast, but I really don't know what initiated all of that. Can you share that with us? Yeah. So it's worth noting, obviously, with the quote that I have on my candle, I don't know when or how this desire or inner knowing that I am here to impact women and to sort of specialize with that niche, right? I don't know why that exists. Maybe it's because I have a feminist father, a very matriarchal, very powerful mother, very opinionated mother who's amazing. (laughs) But I was always very lucky to be surrounded by amazing feminine energy and just from a little girl knew that I loved women, wanted to connect with women, impact women, bring women together. Combine that with I was, oh my gosh, 30. I think I was 30 years old when I first became an entrepreneur for the first time. And that entrepreneur journey looked like a business organization that my husband and I ran together. And so it was a local company called the Tampa Bay Business Owners. It's much like a chamber of commerce, but just for entrepreneurs. And so we were facilitating education, we were facilitating relationships and basically creating opportunities and a membership based community for entrepreneurs to commune together so that they could be better at being CEOs of their companies. And so through that, I just fell in love with entrepreneurship. I so like that became a massive identity of mine. My role in that company was not its founder. My husband founded the company. I came on about nine months later, but my role was as COO. My gifts really lent themselves to organization, to management, to systems creation and all that sort of stuff. And there was a point at which I was done with that role. Like I was ready to be a leader in and of myself. And I finally had the confidence after all these years of entrepreneurship to be like, I feel like I have something to say or something to teach or something to do here. And so we, part of what we were doing was facilitating education. So one day we ended up bringing in somebody who talked about podcasting. 
And it was the first time that he and I had ever heard of this thing called podcasting. And it just clicked for the both of us. We're like, oh my gosh, like this is what we're doing locally. But this tool of podcasting allows you to do it globally. And how amazing is that? And my husband and I both have very big whys in this world as far as we really want to make a ripple in this universe with people that's meaningful for in our own individual way. So that really appealed to us. So we both kind of immediately got different ideas about like, oh my gosh, we could do a podcast about this. Mine was, I could do a podcast marrying my two loves, business and women. So that's what I did. And that's when I came up with Biz Women Rock. And in the beginning, it wasn't anything other than a podcast where I just wanted to feature really great women who had really walked the gauntlet of entrepreneurship and were willing to come on and tell their stories so that other women could listen. Because one thing I was finding, which is not new, is that in the traditional business arena, the stories that were getting featured there were very saturated with men, which are amazing because business is business at the end of the day. However, there's something so special and beautiful about when a woman shared her story because it was so multidimensional. It was not black and white. (laughs) It incorporated family. It incorporated self-doubts. It incorporated getting over mindset stuff. Like it was everything. So that's what I wanted to do. So I started Biz Women Rock initially as a podcast with the intention of like, okay, I could see that this is a business thing, right? But not really knowing what that might turn into. It took basically two years of me testing the market and myself, by the way, to figure out how I was going to make that into a business itself. Immediately, though, it launched an entire community. So it became more than just a podcast within a month. I also launched a Facebook group and that gave dimension to the listenership. It allowed me to speak to my listeners in real time and hear what they had to say, get feedback about the shows, invite them on to come be featured. And over time, it allowed me to be seen as an expert, allowed me to be seen as a leader in this community, as somebody who's super passionate about supporting women entrepreneurs. Eventually, that evolved into me offering private coaching and strategy services to my women, masterminds, live events, online education, paid communities, all that sort of stuff. Well, and I think niching down for women, I mean, women do, and you're, you were referencing this already, women do have unique issues within the business community. Yes, we do. <laughs> Luckily, not the way it was when I was in corporate, because when I started, there weren't even maternity plans. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I was the first one to have a baby in our company, and that was a relatively big company. And they all looked at each other like, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> what do we do with you? I have a client. She's like, I know you use the term mompreneur a lot, but she's like, I don't really identify with that because when I was in corporate, those two things were so separate. You either you are working when you're working and then you don't talk about your family. It's totally separate. You just show up and do your job. And then after you clock out, that's when you become mom. And it's so beautiful because these days we have so much freedom to be able to integrate those things. And that's just one example. But it's very different nowadays than it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. It's very different, but the responsibilities are still there. So the challenges then are a lot different because now you're merging things together too. So it's a whole different environment. And I think you started your show, I think about a year before I did. How long has your show been going now? Almost five years. Yeah, so I'm almost on four. And I remember even back when I started, there weren't a lot of shows that were focusing on women and business. No, there was one. I know it. It was Jessica Kupferman's show. There was one other one. And then there were a couple of us that then launched right around the same time period. And then I'm very grateful for this now. Fast forward five years later, that market is saturated. And I'm really happy about that because I'm like, great. That means more and more women are getting the messages that they need. Absolutely. So just a little bit more on this before we keep going, just because I'm curious and I think our listeners will be too. What are you seeing are the maybe couple of biggest obstacles that you continue to address with women? 
hands down, the biggest challenge that every single woman entrepreneur has is that we are in our own way. And what I mean by that is the negative self-talk, the comparison, the am I good enough? How do I really make this work? The self-doubt. Those are all the softer sides of business strategy, but they're very real. And so, so much of the work that I do is 20% strategy and like how to and boom, boom, boom and logistical and 80% mindset and confidence and how to get beyond doing what everyone may have told you is totally impossible, but you have this drive in you to figure it out somehow, but there's all this gunk in the way and it's us, like it's all of our own internal stuff. So hands down, that is the biggest challenge that comes up. And it comes up in soft ways and pretty obvious ways as well. And so part of what I love doing, what I really make a stand for is that we literally can create the lives and businesses that we can dream up. So it's just a matter of what are we dreaming about and what are we possibly visualizing? And then how do we make that a reality? How do we get our mind to believe that that's totally possible? Which is what brings us back to that quote. Literally, if you can just believe it, you'll do it. Yeah, you know, you think it's the mind, so it should be so easy to overcome. You just have to think it different. But it's actually the hardest thing to do. Uh, It is the most challenging. I mean, it's from the top down. It's the mind. It's the heart. It's the soul. Because our journeys as women are so multidimensional and so integrated, I mean, it's not just like, oh, I want to grow my business to be a $5 million business by this time. And then let me create the milestones and how I'm doing that. Like along that journey, life happens. Somebody gets pregnant. Somebody, maybe you're taking care of an aging parent. Maybe the household is kind of falling apart. Maybe a relationship is falling apart. Maybe it's not even that dramatic. Maybe it's just like life is busy and it's a lot to keep up with. But we as women tend to be the CEOs of our lives, if you will. Like we tend to be the manager, the organizer, the head in charge Mm -hmm. of the lives of us and all of those people that we take care of. I don't think we win by compartmentalizing those two things, our life and then our businesses. They all have to work together. So that's the work to do. Absolutely. Totally agree. So let's move on now because we're talking about the mindset. And I'm thinking that's a spinoff into meditation and controlling and strengthening your mind, if you will, so that you can overcome some of these entrepreneurial challenges. Uh, Absolutely. Is that how that all played together? Yeah. So it's funny. So as you describe me before, you know, at the very beginning of the show, it's sort of like, oh, she's got biz women rock. Wait, and the meditations? What? How do those two things relate? And the quick story behind that is that I have been using the tool of meditation in my own life for two decades at this point. I was first introduced to it when I took a yoga class in college and they did the guided meditation at the very end of the class. And I was like, wow, that was pretty awesome. And just have sought it out and have been a seeker of more ways to consume meditation, to learn more about meditation, to use it in my own life. And most especially in my business, over the past two years, it has been one of the biggest tools for me to mostly get really connected to my inner voice. And when it comes to business, because of all these external things happening and life happening and those personal things of like, am I good enough? The self-doubt, who am I to offer this? Who am I to charge this? Is this really possible? What I want? Can I really be the breadwinner of my family just doing this? What I love to do? Can I do that? Meditation has become such an important tool for me to get clear on what it is I know my next best step to be versus what I feel like it should be and what everyone keeps telling me it should be. That has been massively transformative for my business. I really attribute the growth that I've had in Biz Women Rock to 
me meditating and getting really clear on that voice so that I can hear what am I supposed to do and how do I continue on the path that's right for me versus what I see is out there. And that is in line with what I'm here to do. Okay, so you know you're talking to someone who knows very little about meditation. (laughs) We talked about that way in the beginning, right? (laughs) And I'm sure our listeners are mixed all over the board, you know, from some people who already integrate meditation and it's valuable in their life and some people who are just learning how to spell the word like me. Yep. So I'm going to challenge you because I'm learning at the same time here. When you say that it helped you determine what the next steps are really for you versus what everyone else is telling you, how does that happen through meditation? A great question. And I'll be very specific and logistical and practical about this. It is the act of getting quiet and listening. And so sometimes for me, the practical side of meditation is I'm literally putting on a guided meditation so that I can have somebody else walk me through just like relaxing my body and detaching from my thoughts and being able to just sort of have the space to listen to what is really happening inside of me. Sometimes it's me just putting on a timer for 10 minutes and just being quiet and practicing paying attention to my breath. Those two examples are very kind of sidelined. Like it's not like, oh, I'm going to do this meditation because I want to get clear. Like, what am I supposed to do? It's like, no, I feel stressed right now. I feel anxious. I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I'm not doing what I want to be doing. And there's something uneasy here. Like I'm not at ease. And so I'm just going to use the tool of meditation to physically breathe, pay attention to my breath and just be quiet and detach from all of these whirlwind of thoughts that we have going a zillion miles a minute. But sometimes there are things like I'm literally showing up to ask questions to the universe out there or whatever it is that you believe. I want to sit down and just be clear. And here's the question that I'm asking. What do I do now? I'm confused about what to do in my business or I'm confused about should I put this thing out there or and I feel really anxious or scared or whatever about it. What can I do? And then you just, meditation for me is the pause. Okay. All right. That's perfect because that answers maybe a question. Let me just clarify. I know as business women, there's one thing to do, and then there's another project, and then there's another, and like it's the multiple plates spinning at once, right? So you're almost on autopilot because you have no time to stop or all those plates are going to crash. Yep. And so it sounds potentially, you've got to tell me if I'm right, Katie, is that If you're meditating, it is a pause in all this craziness where you can readjust, realign, and determine if all those plates need to be going in the first place. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. We kind of have to force ourselves to do it because, Sue, I would imagine that you've got plenty of examples of this. I think every businesswoman does. How many times have you been like, okay, here's my 10-step plan, and you just get tunnel vision, you get busy running on that 10-step plan, and you're on step seven, and you realize, here's the trigger. I'm not happy. I feel anxious. I'm uncomfortable, and I'm snapping at everyone around me. Why? What's going on? And so if you don't take the pause to really get realigned, that's such a great word. That's exactly what it is. If you don't take that pause to get realigned internally to say, am I on the right path? Like, is this really, I know I wanted this at step one, but do I want this at step seven? Is step 10 really what I'm going for still? So if we don't take this pause along the way, then we can't readjust and shift and make adjustments and just make sure that we're in line with what we're here to do and what feels really good and what brings us so much joy. There's no benefit to getting to step 10 just for the sake of getting to step 10. You could tell me all day long, I want an online business that is a $10 million business. But if you don't have a why behind it and you're not checking in with yourself along the way to make sure that that's what you really want and here's why, maybe things turn during that time. And so you can get to a $10 million business, but if it is not the right thing for you and that's when you figure it out, you're going to be really miserable. Right, because then you've got this whole business behind you and you don't even want it anymore. 
Of course. So this literally is the just checking in with yourself, the pause to check in with yourself, realign, readjust, make sure that you're here, you're showing up the way that you want to be. Well, I think there's another point that's kind of a light bulb moment here for me too, in that because if you have meditation as a tool in your back pocket for when you're starting to feel stressed, so like you said, you pause to realign or confirm that what you're doing is good. You just needed that break, you know, the sanity break or whatever. But it sounds like you're more mindful and intentional with everything then that you're doing, even when you're not meditating. Those two words are exactly it. Mindful, intentional. And that is back to my big belief, and I know yours too, of just living an intentional life. In the world that we're in, that's in the space of business. But that's in everything, like just being really intentional about how you're showing up to this life and what you're creating, who you're being, and mindful so that you're conscientious about how you're showing up and what you're doing. Yeah, that's exactly it. Beautiful. Okay, so let's now talk about meditation. We talked about the purpose and the reason. And it can be for if you're in business, it can be if you're not in business, but just being mindful and attentive, taking a pause and just aligning to what you really should be doing in your life, right? Yep. So if someone is now curious, like, okay, I get what meditation is now. How would I get started? Or how do I integrate that in? Or talk to us a little bit as if it's somebody like me when I first (laughs) met you. Sue and I first had this conversation. She's like, I just don't get it. And I've never been able to make it stick. So (laughs) I've tried. I told you I've tried. I'm like, oh my gosh, give me some to try and see if I can do this. Right. And it's working. I have to say it's working. I'm still a newbie, but it's working. So let's talk as if I'm a newbie, brand newbie. I'm still a newbie plus a little step, maybe. (laughs) Baby steps. Baby step. In order to get to the practical, let me start with a giant mindset shift and a paradigm shift. Number one, meditation doesn't have to look like anything. One of the biggest reasons people might be turned off by meditation or not want to even go there is because they think it needs to look like getting up every morning at 5 a.m., sitting on their meditation pillow with incense burning, music in the background. That sounds actually really good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I need to be a yogi. Like That's what they think it needs to look like. And if I don't do it every day exactly the same way and get better at it, and like then I shouldn't do it at all. So the first thing that I want to do is shift a paradigm here called meditation looks like a lot of different things. One of the ways that I meditate is a walking meditation. Like I go on walks in nature because for me, it does the same thing that happens when I'm just sitting there alone on my couch, you know, for 10, 15 minutes. Really? You can walk and meditate? Absolutely. That's a thing. Yeah. It's a moving meditation. And it's because what it does, it's the pausing. It is forcing you out of the hustle and out of the running. And it's detaching thoughts from who you are as a being. And for me, the nature thing is huge because it reminds me simultaneously of how interconnected that I am to nature and to the animals and the birds I'm seeing around and to the water. And luckily for me in Florida, to the dolphins swimming in the water, like all these majestical things. And it reminds me how small I am, like how big and how small I am in the same moment. So that's a very powerful meditation and type of a meditation. So number one, giant paradigm shift. Meditation does not need to look like anything specific. It can be what you need in the moment. It can change. It can shift. It it can evolve. The purpose of it, though, is ultimately that it's a pause. So that's the first thing to really get. Okay, Gift Biz listeners, I have to interrupt right here. First, Katie says we can meditate lying down. Now she says we can meditate when we're walking. She has my complete attention. Does she have yours? There are more surprises yet to come right after a word from our sponsor. 
This podcast is made possible thanks to the support of the Ribbon Print Company. Create custom ribbons right in your store or craft studio in seconds. Visit theribbonprintcompany.com for more information. The second thing then, as far as practical stuff, is it could look like this. It could look like, like I said, setting a timer on your clock for, let's even say five minutes. Okay, for five minutes, I'm just going to practice breathing. Breathing is a really big tool in meditation, and it's something that most who teach meditation really start with breath. And the reason why is because it's like a mantra, like you get to focus on your breath, because most all of my meditations start with take a deep breath in. And I have heard this feedback from so many listeners like Katie, that that was the first deep breath that I was conscious of taking all day long. And just the tool of using our breath to literally breathe in deep, I hope as you listen, you're doing this now, just that has a very physical impact on us. And so breath is a really great tool and it's a great way to focus our mind and our thoughts on just breath. And it's such a powerful way to be in the now versus in all of the thoughts, right? And the thoughts are the anxiety, the what ifs, the oh my gosh, I've got this to-do list, right? So that's a practical thing is really just focusing on your breath. And you can do that in a gazillion ways. You can do that by listening to a guided meditation that helps you walk through that. So it sort of takes the pressure off of you, if you will. That's why I love guided meditations. And or you could literally set a timer and just say, okay, for five minutes, I'm just going to practice breathing. And by the way, there have been seasons of my meditating life where five minutes for me, maybe I've gotten 30 seconds of what I would describe as sort of like thoughtless peace. (laughs) So the other thing to really know about meditation is that they call it a practice for a reason, the practice of meditation, because there's no such thing called, oh, I'm going to turn on my clock and I'm going to be in nirvana and look like the Buddha for the next hour. No, thoughts are always happening. It's a matter of constantly training and retraining your mind to get out of thoughts, be present and just be here now, if that makes sense. Do you get better, though, at eliminating the distraction? Because I know, first of all, I don't even feel like I know how to breathe. Because when I do deep breathing, then all of a sudden, I can't breathe right. (laughs) Like, am I never going to be able to breathe right again? (laughs) For some reason, I don't know. So I'm getting more comfortable with that, I think. It's just like working out. I mean, if you haven't worked out in 10 years and you show up to running a 10K, it's not going to be pleasant along the way and it's going to be really painful. But if you just show up every day saying, you know what, I'm going to start to walk today. The walking gets a little easier. Pretty soon you're like, maybe I'm going to try jogging for a couple minutes. It's that. It's a practice. So the breathing gets easier. And then does the attention and the focus get easier then over time too? The answer is yes, but it's two steps forward, one step back. It's just like business. It has to do with life. And there are seasons of life that I have been in that have been ridiculously stressful and anxiety producing. And I'm going through a lot. And believe me, on those days, I mean, I'm still practicing meditation, but my mind is still zooming. And then there are seasons of my life where I feel a little less stressed and a little bit more in flow. And okay, I get to that place of ease a lot more often. (laughs) So the answer is yes, you absolutely improve. You absolutely have more and more moments of that pause and that clarity and you get more out of it as you go along. And it's never perfect. Oh, I'm so relieved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't need to be perfect. I think that's the biggest myth. This is really important for me to say. I know just by nature of having this conversation, I'm coming across as a meditation expert. Please believe that I am not. I am literally a consumer of meditation, someone who believes in meditation, who has educated myself on education. Don't get me wrong. Like I've been to Buddhist centers to like go through regular classes, not only to learn about meditation, but experience it. I've been part of group meditations that we meet on a weekly basis. Like I've been in this world, but I am not a certified meditation 
I don't have that plaque. I've not been teaching yoga for 20 years. Like that ain't me. I am a regular woman. And the reason that I created the Meditation for Women podcast was because I was like, I want more women to have access to this tool in a non-threatening, totally relatable way, just like me, because I'm just like you. So I guess the point being is that part of I feel what I'm doing with this entire brand, not only this podcast, but the whole network that's behind it is making it more accessible to women because our journeys are so unique and special. And so it's debunking a lot of this stuff that it needs to look like this thing exactly all the time. You and I were talking about like, oh, does it need to be this daily practice? I'll be very honest with you. There are seasons of my life where I don't meditate. It just doesn't happen for maybe a couple of weeks or even a couple months. And then there are seasons of my life where I'm meditating multiple times a day because that's what I need. But this goes back to the idea of really using it as a tool to get in tune with us so that we know and we become really intuitive and conscientious and intentional with who we are and what we need and what we need to best take care of ourselves and how we're showing up in this world. Beautiful. Well, I have to say, and that's probably why I'm sticking with it, because the very first one that I listened to of yours, which was the first one, I listened to the intro, which, you know, you were laying the groundwork. And then the very first meditation, I was so relieved when you said it wasn't sit up. It's like, get comfortable, whether that's yep. sitting or lying down. And yep. I'm like, okay, I'm already loving this because <laughs> I can lie down. <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of meditating lying down. That's where I am. That's my favorite pose, if you will. Okay, so we're talking about meditation and the value that it provides to women overall, yes. But as we spin it into entrepreneurs, it's making sure, number one, that you're driving to a goal that really is going to fit you and that you're going to like once you get there. And also making the journey more palatable along the way, because I think it brings an, a level of peace when you get out of control. Yeah and clarity. So let's now chat some more specifically about meditation for women. What does that really mean? What's the podcast about? How can people get involved? What do you do as a new meditation person? And I can give you like a list of questions, but I think yeah. you already <laughs> forgot the first one. So let's start with meditation for women. What specifically is it? So Meditation for Women is a podcast that you can access for free on whatever podcast listener you are listening to Sue's show on right now. What happens when someone brand new gets there? What should they be doing? So number one, you're going to see immediately a library of all of the meditations that are there. I have deliberately named the meditations kind of how I listen to meditations and how I search for meditations, which is what am I feeling right now? Or what do I want to feel that I'm not feeling? So really use them as a catalog to say, what do I need to hear right now? And so I've labeled them titles such as start your day with gratitude. You're in a fight with your spouse. You are enough. You are extraordinary. That's a good one. I love that one. I think that's my favorite. That's my most popular one, by the way, so far. Oh, it is. Yeah, by far. Yeah. And so labeling these, you know, you want to talk about a marketing aspect of it. Labeling these are very deliberate on my part. I could have a chakra meditation, but it's like if somebody doesn't know chakras and they're not really interested in that or don't know what that is, I want it to be like, what do I need to feel or what am I feeling that I want to get rid of? And so my job then is to say, okay, that's the title that I need to live. So if you're a new listener to it, go there, try one out. And what message do I need to hear today? Or what kind of thing do I need to have in my ears and go listen to it? And it always starts with a little bit of a message for me and then goes into some sort of a visual guided meditation. That's what it is, the purpose of it, and I think that you could hear just from listing a few of the titles, 
it is very specific to the woman's journey. And I don't know any other way to talk. I'm a woman. That's what I know. That's what I identify with. And so truly, I am creating these meditations based on my own experiences, based on what experiences I know that the other incredible women in my life have experienced. And so there are themes that we all are experiencing. And so I really try to create meditations that are in line with those themes. And thus, I believe making them very specific to the woman's journey. I think that's so valuable for all of us too, because this podcast is about being an entrepreneur too. So you're pulling from your community of women entrepreneurs and their challenges and all of that, and your personal life, maybe your Mm -hmm. friends. And those are the purposes, if you will, behind each meditation. Totally. I'll give you this example. I just got back from a vacation right now and it was horrible. It was not relaxing or not rejuvenating and I'll spare you the drama of it. But one of the big reasons was because there was one of the people that was on vacation with us was incredibly toxic and impacted me immensely. Like I took on that energy and it was just really draining. So out of that, I created a meditation called How to Shield Yourself from Toxic People. There is not one woman I know who would not raise her hand going, yep, I need that. Like, I've totally had that. I have had the energy vampires. I totally have toxic people in my life or just experienced a toxic thing. And I need to know how to do that. That's how it flows. You know, like, okay, yes, that's what I need. I need that. Absolutely. And I could see that even in business, you know, you were on vacation, which is a bummer because when you're on vacation, you're (laughs) supposed to be on. And I hope you meditated a lot during that vacation just to get out of that zone. I've had experiences like that, too. But I could see that, you know, when you have a client or you get a nasty email or something, because unfortunately, all of us get those from time to time. Anytime you step into any public eye, things are going to happen like that. And it's those, like you can have a million good messages and then just one. It only takes one to shoot you down. One comment from someone who's not nice. Most of the time, they're ridiculing things of yours that they would never do themselves, right? (laughs) So it's all talk. But, oh my gosh, Katie, I see how helpful that could be. I actually know somebody. Is that episode live yet? No, not yet. I already know someone who needs that. (laughs) It should be live by the time we go live with this interview. So yes, go look for that one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So are you like looking at your life all the time then and figuring out what the new topics are? Or do you have a list already? I'm curious for the future. Yeah. So I'll just give you, so from a business perspective, like how I was kind of in creation mode, when I first had this idea, I did a brain dump of like, what topics could I talk about so that I could really solidify them? Oh my God, I had a list of hundreds basically. Well, you got a lot of work to do. (laughs) I mean, it's not that. It's just like, if I asked you to do the same thing, you would be able to do it in a heartbeat. What have I experienced? What little moments have I had that I need to pause from or that I need to hear a message about? So I have that list that I pull from. But in addition to that, I'm having an in-the-moment experience. And my nature of who I am as a content creator throughout all my experience is really, what am I experiencing in this moment? How do I then translate that into something that can then help other people? I mean, that's literally what I do in my business for Biz Women Rock. And now I'm channeling it in a different way here for the Meditation for Women podcast. So in business, that might have looked like how to be in tune with what makes you so special because I just had an issue that really challenged me where I'm comparing myself to somebody else. So I needed to get super clear on how I am my own unique self and special and separate from the whole crowd. And that's something that I would then translate into marketing or even product for the Biz Women Rock community. I'm literally doing that exact same thing and that exact same process here for the meditations. It's just naturally kind of how I am a content creator and how I process things actually as a person. (laughs) And it just happens to come out as content. Love it. Okay, so we're catching you, Katie, kind of at an interesting point in time because you are an experienced and successful entrepreneur with Biz Woman Rock. 
You've identified another angle. Now, Biz Women Rock doesn't go away. It stays. No, it's still here. But meditation for women is something now that you have layered on, and it's still very new. How many episodes do you have out right now? That's a great question. I think 10, 10 or 12 as of right now. We're going to be about, I don't know, two months into it, I think, by the time that this goes live. This is kind of a test question. I'm kind of testing this out as, as we talk about it. But you've got a lot of experience. Now you're starting something new. And you get a feel for the response. And I think it's been favorable from everything that I've heard so far. What's your mindset of the progression of meditation for women? Oh, that's such a good question. Okay. So the mindset is this, because I think I know where you're going as far as the position I'm in. Yes, I'm super experienced. Yes, I feel super confident and very strategic about everything that I'm doing and what I'm building out with this. And I'm also a newbie. And I'm also kind of in the space where I'm like, "Uh, this is all brand new because this as a podcast, if we're looking at it from that point, is very different than Biz Women Rock podcast. I don't know that anyone's done this before. Not to what I'm talking about. No, we're here talking about the meditation for women. That is the first of many podcasts that I'm launching under the brand of the Women's Meditation Network. So this is big. I mean, it's pretty big and it exists out there. I mean, obviously, podcast networks exist out there and subsets of all these different shows exist underneath them. And even in the meditation space, there are a couple different networks, but like what definitely what I'm doing is its own special place. And so everything is really new. How I'm marketing is new, how I'm approaching it. So the mindset that I have to have right now is twofold. Number one, I want to run at a thousand miles a minute because I'm ridiculously, obviously, really passionate about the impact of this entire brand and of each of these individual meditations and mostly of the individual women who are listening who get impacted pretty deeply and consciously on the other end of these podcasts. So that fires me up, girl. And like, I know all of your listeners can identify with when you are fired up about your business, you don't want to do anything else. You want to Mm -mm. run at a thousand miles a minute. And there's like no stopping you. There's not. Except you ought to because you need to make sure to clarify that you're on the wrong right road, right? Except during the pauses of meditation, (laughs) right? Which I absolutely do. But what's mixed in that is that at this moment, I'm seven months pregnant with our second kid. And so we have almost three-year-old toddler right now. It's such an exciting time. It's very exciting. I have an amazing husband who is also an entrepreneur in his own right, who's phenomenal and doing his own things. Like I have a life that is outside but related to this project. So I can't run at a thousand miles a minute right now. And physically, by the way, just from being seven months pregnant, there are definitely energetic things that I'm running slower than I would normally be if I were not pregnant. Yeah, but you're balancing life. Well, that's exactly. And by the way, this is totally a snapshot of everything that we've talked about, about our woman's journey here in Mm -hmm. business, right? Right. For me, it is a massive mindset practice to have the vision, to want to run at a thousand miles a minute, to have all that passion and to give myself an immense amount of grace. If I'm only on like step two of where I thought I'd be at step like 55 right now, right? It's okay that I'm at step two. It's totally okay. And that's, by the way, part of what my current meditation practice is about. It's okay. Grace, Katie, you're here. You're now. There's something to be learning along this journey, even though you're moving at two miles an hour versus a thousand miles an hour that you really want to be moving at. So that's one thing. That's a massive mindset thing. And that's really about being present for this journey. The second but big one is how big this really is and what this really means for who I am in this world and what I'm here to do. This is big. I mean, this is really big. And there's an entire story that goes behind why I launched this network. And I told that story on a recent solo episode on Biz Women Rock, and it's really, really vulnerable and just totally out there. Will you give me that link so that I can put it in the show notes? 
Absolutely. But it tells a very vulnerable and real story about how I was totally on a different path at the beginning of this year with Biz Women Rock. I got pregnant and that shifted everything. And so this is what came out of that. And so one of the biggest aha moments was when I started talking about this. And my husband gets so much credit for sort of putting this idea back in my head. I'd had this idea for the meditation podcast back in January, but didn't do anything with it. And so during this time of like, what am I doing? And I don't know what's going on. And we just found out we were pregnant. That kind of changes everything. He was the one who reflected this idea back to me. Well, what about that? You know, and so he made a statement to me that is really the core of this mindset, which is Katie you have always been really passionate about really helping women light up from the inside out. You've been doing that through business for all these years, and that's awesome, and you're doing a great job doing that. And what you're talking about with this whole meditation network, that spreads your ability to do that so much further. That really is in line with what you're here to do in the world from everything that I know about you. And that is a big mindset shift because I believe in the bigness of it. And that's terrifying and also invigorating. (laughs) And also, I need to keep myself humbled and grounded in order to be in the moment of doing that just one step at a time, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And it's interesting, too, that you had to hear affirmation because I think you kind of knew it in yourself already. But to hear someone else say it to you, that someone else is identifying that also for you had to be so like it just blossoms everything. Oh, it does. Of course. Because you're like, okay, yeah, you see it too. Okay, yeah, that's then it's right. (laughs) It's not just my imagination. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It aligns it. I'm like, yeah, it clicks. Like, yes. Okay, cool. I got it. One more question on this end. Now that you're developing something else in addition, are you feeling more confident or do you have the same concerns and questions? And I won't say self-doubt, but just thoughts of how everything is going to go as you did when you did Biz Women Rock? Yes and no. It's a different phase, I would say, because I now have about a decade of entrepreneurship under my belt and specifically with Biz Women Rock, five years of that. I feel really confident in who I am as a business person, as a strategist, as somebody who can see what's ahead and plan for it and organize it and what's possible. Like I feel really confident about that. So I don't have the same, who am I and what am I doing? And I don't know what people want from me. That Like I don't feel that like I definitely felt in the beginning of Biz Women Rock. The hiccups, if you will, and by the way, there's definitely been the self-doubt, but it, that's been in the form of like the who am I? I'm not a yogi. Like who am I to give guided meditations? And that still comes up every once in a while, but I've actually made it useful for me as a PowerPoint topic. No, this is why this is I should continue to do this, right? So that stuff, it's more in the background, kind of that negative self-talk or like the hesitations of eh, like, I don't know about this, but I have very little of that. It's humble confidence is what I have right now, knowing that I am at the beginning of a new journey and also that I've also traversed a pretty good journey so far. So I'm totally in the right spot to be ready for this journey. And I'm going to learn a heck of a lot more as I continue it. Beautiful. Humble confidence. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's finish up here with any other final comments you have for people who might be interested in learning more and participating and listening to the podcasts. Any final direction on how to approach it? Yeah. So the first thing that I would say is go listen. Go listen to all of the totally free meditations that are there for you on the podcast itself. If you don't want to listen on your actual podcast player, you can go to meditationforwomenpodcast.com and all of them are there as well. And then I actually do give away a totally free five days of free meditations. Oh, that must be new. Yeah. 
but that you'll find that on the website. If you just go to meditationforwomenpodcast.com, you'll find it there. But you could go to meditationforwomenpodcast.com forward slash five days and just opt into that. And that'll give you a meditation every day for five days. How does that work? Does it come through an email or something? Or Yep, it comes through email. These are different than what's currently on the podcast. These are very specific ones, and they're specifically for getting yourself into the practice of it. And so every single day, you'll get an email really early in the morning, but you can listen at any time. And it's just like, okay, here's your daily meditation. They'll be anywhere from five minutes to maybe 15 minutes. And so really easy to digest. And the idea is just to get you in the habit of saying, yes, this is for me today. Yes, I'm going to do this today. So that's available for you totally free. And the idea is just to give you more of a taste of it, whether you've been meditating for 20 plus years and just kind of want a new, fresh way to experience them, or you're totally brand new and maybe a little skeptical and like, whatever, I can't get into this. This is my challenge to have you actually just try it and do it just like you're doing, Sue. Oh, yes. Well, I'm already doing it with the podcast, but I'm definitely going to dive into the five days, too. I want it all. Yes. I want to know all of it. <laughs> so we've been talking a lot about getting into your inner self, identifying, getting clear, pausing, breathing, all of that. And now I'm kind of going on the same vein, but now we're going to do something more law of attractionist, Katie, okay? Yep. I'd like to present you with a virtual gift. It's a magical box containing unlimited possibilities for your future. So this is your dream or your goal of almost unreachable heights that you would wish to obtain. Please accept this gift and open it in our presence. What is inside your box? What's inside of my box is the transformation beyond those things that keep us personally imprisoned and small. So if really the gift is a gift for every single woman on this planet to be transformed beyond those thoughts of self-doubt, those what-ifs, all of those boulders of responsibilities on her shoulders so that we can transform into the space of really letting our individual lights shine, not in comparison to one another, but in really lighting each other up so that we can live lives that are big in whatever we describe that to be. That's for me too, by the way, like that is a big reason why I continue to do this because that's what I continue to strive for is how can I transform beyond this worldly, personal, internal battles that I'm going through so that I can get to the cream of what I'm really here to do and how I'm here to serve and how I'm here to connect. So that is the gift that I want to pull out of this box and give away to every single woman. That's beautiful because it is. It's a gift for you, but you're sharing it with everybody else. And that's all that you're about. That's exactly what the meditation for women is all about. Yeah, my daughter's included. Like, that's a really big thought. We're about to have another little girl. So I'm like, how can I give my daughters the gift of, I mean, they're going to go through their own self-doubt. Of course, that's part of like growing up. It builds character. But like, how can I give them the next transformation, the next level of freedom to be themselves and to express themselves fully? That's what this is. Beautiful. I absolutely love it. And I love how you've niched down. I mean, we've talked, you know, in the entrepreneurial world, we talk a lot about not being so broad, but really niching down what you're doing to serve a specific group of people. And that's what you're doing here, too. All of this falls into place here. How best could our listeners get in touch with you, either if they want to know more about Biz Women Rock, or we've talked about the meditations, I think, already, but where are two places that you'd want us to go? One for Biz Women Rock and one for the meditation. So for the meditation, it would be that same website that I had commented on before. So meditationforwomenpodcast.com. 
For Biz Women Rock, I would recommend going to bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. And that is a direct link to the private Facebook group that I have where I have over 5,000 women who are all women entrepreneurs, very high driving, purposeful, a mixture of all different types of businesses, but they're all there to live out businesses that they're passionate about. And so that's where I live mostly. So it's free to join. So you're absolutely welcome to come and join that group and just start interacting with me there. Thank you, Katie. You have given us such a gift today. Just, you know, learning more about meditation. Those who already are doing it have a whole new avenue now that they can go by with all of your meditations. And those who are new, I think the whole idea of pausing in a day is something we can all use. And yeah. I love that you can pause and walk at the same time. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> that yes, is you can. so perfect. Yes, you can. Once again, thank you so much. And when we hang up, I want you to know that you've done a lot of good for my listeners. And I really, really appreciate it. Sue, thank you so much. It was such a gift to be here. I really love that you have this community and you have this platform to be able to share your gift. And I'm just, I feel so honored to be a part of it. Are you discouraged because your business is not performing as you had envisioned? Are you stuck and confused about how to turn things around? Sue's new best-selling book is structured to help you identify where the holes are in your business and show you exactly how to fix them. You'll learn from Sue and owners just like you who are seeing real growth and are living their dream. Maker to master. Find and fix what's not working in your small business. Get it on Amazon or through www.giftbizunwrapped.com slash master.